This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan. AKA the conspiracy realist, AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, AKA I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. Seven days without me and make a whole week. I know what you're thinking. Finally, daddy's spending time with me. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man, Dame, going wild. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, high chief, Dame, don't fuck around. That liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. Yes, your mama. And a David Ruffin at a Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's fucking go. Uh, Welcome back. Shop Talk podcast, episode 179, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, 179. 179. Uh, 79 was a fairly good year. My brother was born in 79. Shout, Shout out, out to, to my bro. Yeah, yeah. The um, enforcer. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's up, man? Welcome back, folks. Uh, uh, it's been it's been seven days, man. And seven days without you make make a whole week. Make a whole week. Hey. <laughs> oh, Where, where'd shit. you get that from? I have no idea, dog. This that nigga, feel that feel like something like from Iceberg Slim look, or the Mac. This nigga Muddy hit me up a couple weeks ago and shit, and was like, "Nigga, you remember when you told me this shit?" He was like, "Man, I've been thinking about that shit for years." I'm like, "Nigga, I do not even remember." I mean, I vaguely remember, but. I'm like, uh, I'm going to put that shit in the intro somehow. Sometimes your best moments just come out of thin air. Facts. So a couple of weeks ago when I was stumbling over an intro that we never added, <laughs> like that was it. But okay. you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Well, uh, good. You've been practicing. Yeah, man. I guess. You've been know, practicing. Practice. Uh, You know that practice make perfect line? Somebody, somebody said me some shit like practice don't actually make perfect or some shit. And it was like correct practice it was some shit that shut up yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's what i tell it nigga it was, shut the it fuck was, up. it was something like that like you know what i'm saying like uh anyway but how, how practice you? make your mama squirt nigga <laughs> shut up <laughs> uh how was your week my brother hey man week is good nigga might have a job soon man i'm a little disappointed man nigga called me for a job the other day i never called them niggas back though i didn't even so I turned a little feature on my phone and say, um, "Oh yeah, the, if you're not in my contacts, yeah, you can't call me." Like I swear, I get I get fucking harassed all day with random ass phone numbers and shit. So I feel you. So they left me a, a voicemail message about a, a phone screen and this shit, and then like I didn't even remember the job. I had to go Google that shit at home because I just people send me shit and I just apply because I be wanting to see what's out there. Yeah, I feel you. Check your worth, check the temperature and shit. Uh, but they emailed me again today, so I might call them. Yeah, I'm looking at doing a complete career change right now. Okay. Uh, I got, you know, some 
Oh, my bad. I got some unique opportunities on the table for like jobs and like a few of y'all like put your name out there for niggas. So like I'm not going to fuck those up. Yeah. But I got some other shit brewing where uh, I may do a full 360. So sex working. I mean, <laughs> I should charge for rides on Space Mountain because it is the oldest ride with the longest motherfucking line. Nah, uh, just a whole different, I ain't gonna throw it out here, but like just a whole different game than some shit I've done before. So, but it's look, it's looking like really optimistic. The good thing about, you know, I guess kind of not working these past couple months, you know, when my pops died, I got a little, Time to grieve. Yeah, I had some time to grieve. I had some time to heal because a nigga had like a a terrible year health wise. And then like I I be honest, man, God be gooden because I ain't had a lack for nothing. God be gotten. Gooden too. (laughs) And I ain't I ain't had a lot I ain't had a lack for nothing. Ain't no bills went crazy. You know, I done picked up some extra bills. God is good. Yeah, all the time. Even to niggas like me. Yeah. (laughs) Which it's called grace. My nigga, you know what it saying? is, and we it all is. are deserving of it. Eh, I might be less deserving than most people, but you know that's the that's the great thing about our God. Even niggas like me, man. Church, let the church say Amen. Amen. <laughs> so I mean, shit has been going really well, but like now it's time to get back to work. I'm tired of like the kids think like just because I'm at home, like I'm your I'm your concierge. Yeah, like if you yeah. need some shit done, or that like they'll text me in the middle of the school, like. Nigga, I'm playing Call of Duty. Like, go. <laughs> That's <laughs> playing right now, huh? Yeah, go. You know, my Call of Duty game is is nice these days. You you play me on, like I'm one of them niggas. Like, fam, I ain't played a I ain't played a video game in so long. Let dog. me tell you, I'll I'll wash you on 2K. Look look for my gamer tag, Wild Dame. I'll wash you. Never been a 2K player. Right. I, I I never let live go. Wow, Jay. Wow. And when they stopped playing, when like 2014, when live didn't come out, that's when I stopped. Remember that year that live had the slam dunk contest? I want to sure say that was live and not two K. It, it was live. Oh, I think that was the year Vince Carter was on the co- like lot. It was like on PlayStation Two. Okay, but like it was real good that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. I remember Jordan versus Bird, nigga. That I shit do. had the dunking contest with all the kids. You had to do the kiss the rim, had to do all these different. I shits. do, I do. I remember Jordan. How come that ain't on my fucking Nintendo? Uh, because that, that was a, I thought that was a Sega game. Oh, that wasn't. I'm pretty certain Jordan versus Bird was yeah, just, that's, was just that's, on graphics Sega. graphics is way too good for Sega. I mean, for, for, for Nintendo. Yeah, I'm pretty certain it was just Sega. Sega got another little, them little mini consoles that I I, I went through fucking hell and high water to get. That I, I remember. Put, that I paid, I played that shit like four times. You had the Nintendo one, didn't Yeah, you? I got the Nintendo one. That shit on my, on my uh, what you call that shit, fireplace right now. I wanted the PlayStation one, and I hear they're going to do one for like Neo Geo. I'm Fucking Neo Geo. Hey man, I wanted. Remember that shit was like expensive as fuck back in the day, and uh, I wanted one. Uh, that wasn't my tax bracket. <laughs> shit was like a thousand dollars, and the games was like but ass like, expensive. I'm on when I get on a system, like I'm on it. You know, I'm on Apple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I found my lane. I stayed in it. I left Nintendo, went to Sega. I got everything fucking Sega. Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega did Saturn. You a, did you have a Dreamcast? No. That By that time, I moved to PlayStation. PlayStation, and then I had everything PlayStation. I I sold my PS4 when we opened up the studio. I remember. I, I remember buy some equipment and shit. So you took took one for the team. I think hey. you can afford to buy another PlayStation now. 
Now I don't got the time. I ain't got time to be playing games. I might buy one. For, well, see, this this my. We don't want niggas hanging around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because we thought about putting a video game up here, but like we I really want, want you to go home. I I really do want you to go, go home. home. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Because I'll be having shit to do after these sessions. Well, you got like 15 minutes after your session. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be an ass about it, but like I don't want you showing up real real early. And I don't want you staying real, real late. 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after. You pay for an hour. That's an hour and a half, fam. You know what I'm saying? That's enough time for you to come in, take your pictures, do your, do your, do your thing. Yeah. But I got other people coming in and out. So, like, you know. I need you to leave. Yeah. Unless you want to pay for another hour. It's an audio studio. So stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, if you want to pay for another hour just to, you know, yeah. sit in the lobby, God bless it. You can cash out. I, I really do think people should pay. Well, forget pay. I think people should book a little more time because don't nobody edit. I'm going to put a soft edit on there. You know what I'm saying? But like, don't y'all want to have more control over what go out? Niggas don't think like that, man. It's record, throw that shit on the internet. Like, I'm not going to put that shit out there raw. I'm going to do a little, I do my magic to make it sound good. But like, y'all want to like chop and move around and. No, nah, mm-hmm. they're not, they not forward thinking like that. But God bless it. Y'all help us keep the lights on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of jobs and shit, man, I got some real creative people uh in my circle, man, and not all of them have traditional jobs. You know, they do freelance stuff and, and do stuff like that. Yeah, I'm scared to do that shit, but like, I want to go freelance full time. Yeah, you, you know can probably saying? make like you just got to be on your hustle. That's yeah, all. you just I just got to do that because like my like my friends is like real estate agents. Like they do the real estate, then property manager. Yeah. You know some other shit to keep the keep the money flowing in when one just Nigga, ain't. I would Uber. I don't give a fuck. I just don't want to work for nobody. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. But I think I'm. Uh, I need to take a leave of absence and still have a check and then try that shit out while I'm on a leave. Yeah. Uh, After know. being off of work for so long, like the idea of sitting behind a desk all over again, like yeah. that shit makes me sick to my fucking stomach. Yeah, man. Cause I don't want to do it. Yeah, I like the freedom to be able to pick my babies up, kind of float around, take like, them from school. Yeah. Now, if I got to do some work, I would prefer just to have a laptop and my cell phone, and like I log in every day yeah. or reach out in that capacity. But like sitting behind the desk eight to ten hours a day just is not my wave no more. Stay at the crib, help them do homework. Man, fuck homework. Hey, fam, listen. I don't know how y'all feel, and again, this is probably some shit. That I got no business fucking talking about. Because you ain't had kids. But I got nephews. I got nieces. They you helping with their homework, though? Yes, I have. Okay. Not currently. My stomach is doing the fool right now, my nigga. Like the number two fool? Yeah. I had. You know, this is off subject. Only because this bitch is grumbling. You know, me and lactose really don't get along. Because you shouldn't be drinking milk. Okay, but I, I had a cake and shake from uh, a what? Cold Stone. It's a milkshake that tastes like birthday cake. <laughs> Your birthday not till like another week, nigga. And I knew like when I drank this shit, I knew it was like a bad idea. But I ain't get no fuck. I got the largest size they could get, and then I went to Chicken Shack. So between the milkshake and the Chicken Shack. Nigga drinking cow milk, eating uh, birds and shit. Potatoes. I'm gonna I'm gonna be praying to the porcelain Jesus right after the show. So look, man, uh, I think homework should be banned. Why? Why? Like <laughs> the kids be needing like that extra reinforcement of what they learned in school. Sometimes they should do that at school. Like you spend what time your children go to school? Uh, they they what gotta time be school starts seven thirty. Right? 
What time to get out? 2.30. So they got uh, roughly six to seven hours of schooling. Yep. But that's enough time to think about one subject. Like for, for to be focused on schooling. You want them to do that shit more than seven hours a day? Then let's just say you in high school or middle, whatever. You, you in high school and you got five or six classes and they all give you one homework assignment. Fam, you might have five to six hours of homework on top of the six hours that you actually had in school. Uh, homework typically doesn't take doesn't it doesn't let's, take that let's long take miles. half. Okay, so it's it's, you still it's got very feasible for like two hours of homework. Fam, I just was at school for seven hours and I gotta do another two hours of homework. And I'm a child, so like I don't dictate my time. I might not be coming home directly from school. I may go to my latchkey, I may go to Wherever the fuck kids go when their mama and dad is still at work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't. Grandma pick you up. So then, now what you got to do? So now, parent come home, and now you got to, they first off, the kid is tired. Like, oh, you, yeah. you've been in school all no, no, my, day. My youngest come home, they gonna, they typically take a nap right after school, maybe wake up about two. So I get home, say, say we get home, I finish all the pickups, we at home by like 340. Yeah. They gonna nap till about five thirty six o'clock. When it's time for them to eat? Yeah, I mean, like, so now? No, no, no. I'm cooking dinner in that yeah. time. I'm dealing with the dog. You know, emailing. You know, shit like I'm doing my thing. Yeah. You know, after I pick them up, I'm starting dinner. Dinner usually ready six six thirty. Boom. Now you eat dinner. When do you bond with your children? Now, now at, at the dinner table. Cool. And then, like, do they do some chores? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now. Clean the bathroom, take out the trash, take the dog outside. It's 8.39 o'clock. When you about to do this two hours of homework? Hey, man, they 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 get it in. I think they need a break, though. Like, I really do. I like, don't think they should have homework on the weekends, but sometimes those lessons need to be no, they reinforced. Need to, they need to reinforce them the next day at school. If on Monday we taught, we learned about something else, we in school for six hours, seven hours. The next day, let's go over the shit we did yesterday. But teachers don't really have that type of flexibility because they're teaching towards typically like a syllabus or a lesson plan. And they have to teach for, you know, these standardized tests. Like, it's school's already started. My oldest is already taking, like, the PSAT. Like, well, the I'm standardized testing restructure is... Restructure all this shit. Like, don't give... Don't come to school and then send me home with equal amount of work. That's not that's not how this supposed to work. Now, I say homework should be banned. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go home and study. Okay. Study is different. You got some yeah, workbooks yeah. or whatever, like, but, like... Because you're graded on homework. Yeah. They get what if I don't grades. live in an environment that allows me to have an extra three to four hours of homework? I can't. I do mean, that's it. that's real because a lot of these kids are, you know, my oldest son has a, a friend of his and she's dealing with like some very adult situations. <laughs> and, you know, she the young lady is 15, 16 years old, but she got to be responsible for some of her siblings. So, I mean, it's it's, it's difficult. No homework until ninth grade. Cause like as a like a you got a kidney like as a child, boy, you need balance. It can't be all day school. You maybe you do some. Are you doing any extracurricular activities? Are you playing an instrument? My are kids you doing do, anything? My kids do extracurriculars. It's dance. Why you think these it's kids swimming? Is you know why you think these kids is on so many drugs? It's way too much pressure on them. Like have a structure. You know, at work they talk about a work work life, life balance. balance yeah. They gotta have a balance, dog. Like if I'm in school for six hours, fam, this summer I can't focus on nothing for that long. After I can't focus for a whole eight hour workday. Nobody does. You need you need to break that shit up. I don't even. When I was at work, nigga, I ain't even try. 
I didn't even try to focus on it. It's not that you like uh, jacking off all fucking day or some shit. Not that type of jacking off. But <laughs> yeah. Whatever you do, do what you do. Uh, but like, it's not like you bullshitting the whole day, but you got to break that shit up. Let me do something else. Like, yeah, I get up, shoot. I go to the vending machine and just shoot the shit. And then, watch ESPN for 10 minutes and maybe go back to work. Like, I feel you. So I was in a, you know, I told you I do this Toastmaster thing. Yeah, and, uh, you think when, you can talk. Uh, when Whenever there isn't uh, a speech being given, then we have something called table topics and everybody has to participate. So the Toastmaster today was like, let's do something different. And they split everybody up on this half and half and had a debate. And your table topics, you got to speak off the cuff for like two minutes without ums, eyes, and all other stuff or whatever. Okay. And that was the debate. And we had to, whatever one person The debate did, was about homework. Yeah. Okay. Half the room was for four and one was against. I was against. I never thought about this shit until today, by the way. Uh, but when I started, when they were like, well, give me the, the against. And I started, you know, we huddled for a high, a high second. And then I started like, okay, this shit don't really make no sense. I hate helping the kids with homework. And then it's like, so what is Because some of that shit, like is new and i have been sitting i have been in a structured classroom in quite some time likewise but when i was in school it wasn't no internet like that like what is homework when you got all the fucking answers on google anyway fuck i didn't even think about that like what are we doing here remember the homework hot the, the help hotline no i wish there, I there was a there was number in my, in my no I, ne- I knew better than to call it <laughs> but like if you needed help with your homework you could call this call this number and they would help you. But like with the internet. But I'm like you with Google. Like, nigga, I don't know that shit. Fam, I got an app on my phone. Parents, this is what y'all need. So uh, when my brother was away, I helped uh, my nephew do some math homework. So this is an app on here called PhotoMath. And you t- the camera point the camera at the math problem. And it looks at it. It does it. Give you the answer and show you the work. Oh shit. I'll like, be done with homework in like 10 minutes. Immediately. And I would just went, I was able to go through and check it really quickly. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, damn, the kids can cheat. However, they also can make up their own problems, do their own tests, and then be, they can find out if they got the answer. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. It's called Photo Math. Photo Math. Is it free? Yeah, I believe it was free. Okay, I'm going to need that shit. Uh, get you an iPhone if you can't get photo math. I don't know. What I to mean, tell you. <laughs> if you're not using the iPhone, no way. I but mean. what I'm saying is like, so. We need to prepare these children for real life. Facts. Uh, we had this conversation at, at work with my boss. So she was like, no, I need y'all to know both. I said, well, listen, the type of work we do, if somebody not using this system, they break out a fucking abacus to find out. No, nigga, use the calculator. I trust that math before your. Your finger math. No, no. We need we need this shit. That check, primitive check, ass math. We in banking. You can't have no cent off. You can't be. You, you can't move a decimal. No, we need that. Yeah. And that's how the real world, the real world works anyway you did do you ever remember a point in time where like no you need to you need to know the math in your head because you're not gonna have a calculator with you all the time no i got my cell phone <laughs> i do have a calculator all the time now i do on my uh at work i do got um first off math and numbers shit is amazing who the fuck called the math <laughs> okay so you know them little multiple- fucking nerd no, what I'm saying, the little multiplication joint, you put your finger here, put your finger here, you scroll down, and they yeah. go to answer. Who the fuck thought of that, dog? Like, when you think about math and the numbers and how they, like, start over at nine and, like, dog, that shit is amazing. And you mean nobody had no help. Some nigga just randomly mm. made the numbers up himself. 
And it worked. No, dog. This is some intelligent <laughs> design. Like, you can, all right, fine. You were some, some fucking shit was splashing around in space and you fuck around and happen to have a human. Okay, fuck it. I'll give you that. A nigga figured out math on his mm. own? Come on, <laughs> man. So nigga made I, algebra. Come on, dog. <laughs> Somebody did. No. Or a team of niggas. Nigga, read the the book of Yasher, nigga. I don't know what to tell you. But well, I know what to tell you. We had help. I okay. I, I, I know where you're going <laughs> with that, and I don't even want to have that conversation. We definitely had some assistance. Like Aliens? Angels? Demon what I don't give a fuck what you call it. We yeah. had some assistance, okay? Cause niggas did not make <laughs> math out of no, like So listen, it came to somebody in the in a dream, this is how you do this, and I don't believe that shit. So listen, say you got three rocks. I get it. Okay, these three rocks. Boom. Now I got. Four. I can. I can understand all that. Nigga didn't try to. Nigga did not create soft for X <laughs> <laughs> by himself. No. Why would you? And Why the, would you? The whole fucking universe is based off mathematics and precise. Like no one stumbled upon this, dog. Somebody had to explain this, dog. <laughs> like it's impossible because you got to go to school for twelve years to understand it. You mean one nigga just was like, yeah, we bought. Oh, fine. Fuck it. You didn't make algebra. Now let's talk. Let's let's uh, master geometry. Man, get the fuck out of here, dog. You know, I, it, it reminds me of a tweet that I saw this week about toast. Like somebody said. Cook that bitch again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody got a, a, life, a loaf of bread and was like, nigga, cook this shit one more time. This shit is delicious. That's funny, dog. I mean, somebody stood up in the Cheetos meet and was like. You know what happened? I, I just figured it out. So they ain't had no fucking uh, no gas, no heat. And nigga sandwich, had to warm that bread That up. nigga sandwich was cold. They put that bitch over some fire and that bread got a car. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm on to something. <laughs> this shit is good. But nigga, like, even something, even something simpler. Somebody stood up in the Cheetos meeting and was like, these bitches need to be hot. <laughs> and that shit took off. <laughs> like, it took off. But what if we made them red? Because <laughs> the shit don't got to be red, by the way. It'll make you ever, be green. You ever had, like, the hot Funyuns? I've never eaten anything that started with the words flaming hot. <laughs> I love, I love that shit. I love that <laughs> Never, shit. Never, nigga. Never will, by the way. I don't I don't get no fuck. Something gonna kill Cheetos. me. Cheetos, niggas running so, around this bitch with red fingertips touching shit. I now, know everywhere you been at in the house. Now, don't touch me. No, no. It just, I just feel like anytime my children's fingertips are, are red, that's when they want to ask me something and they need to grab touch, me yeah. in the process. I'm hey, not, dad, and put their whole fucking hand on me. Man, I'm not one. Like, I hate niggas who tap you while they talking. Uh, don't touch me. Oh, please don't touch me, dog. Like, hey, hey, like, dog, stop fucking. Like, one time. I one don't really my, even want to be that close to you while you talking. One of my homies and shit, he was talking, and, like, he kept tapping me while he was talking and shit. And, like, in my mind, I was screaming. And to the point, like, stop. <laughs> like, it just came in, like, stop. Like, can you, can you talk to me without using your hands? Like, Jesus Christ. I don't like the tapping shit, dog. I don't like that shit, neither. Mm-mm. And give me give me my part. I want to like how far we are right now. Yeah, I can talk to you, but I don't need to touch you. Don't touch me. I'm you're more than an arm's length away, and we're having perfect conversation. Uh, only people I like to touch me are attractive women. Women, women, attractive women. Yeah, and fat you know, asses, big titties. Besides that, like I just don't want nobody touching me, police included. If you touch me, you better have some cuffs in your hands, because if not, that's an assault, and I need to protect myself. You're going to get shot. You're going to get shot. You're going to get shot. I mean, I could be shot just playing Call of Duty in my fucking living room. Yeah. I mean, now that we, you know, kind of segged way into that. Oh, man, that's a terrible. Th- that's a terrible thing that happened to that young lady. 
in Fort Worth, um, and apparently, um, the gentleman Lee Merritt, who's like the the lawyer, the civil rights attorney, he said that's the ninth cop killing in like six months. Fuck. In Fort Worth specifically. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, like so, like something's going on where y'all just want to kill us. Like how you co- nine killings in six months? That's that's that is a bit excessive. Yeah. I just want to see the numbers where black cops shoot white white civilians. Mm. Because I understand y'all say it's a tough job and he's in a moment. Where are the stats where black cops are shooting unarmed white people? Because I know black cops are out there. Are they skills just that that much better than white people? Where are the stats where black cops are killing white people? Because I've yet to see the, 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 the case. Yeah. I'm sure it had to happen, right? It's definitely got to happen. But what, where are all these cases at where black cops are killing white people and they were unarmed or they were in their own homes? Do you think a black police officer would take a different level of care when it comes to pulling his weapon on uh, a white civilian? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on what side are you looking at because you know it's a, it's an unwritten rule what you can and what you can't do to certain people you're gonna be real i saw a video this week there was a like a dollar tree or one of them family dollar type uh stores mm-hmm. and ladies was in there shopping two ladies and they was walking out and the black lady at the door like we gotta check y'all purse she's like what you mean we gotta check our purse well y'all like it's just standard practice you know y'all was in here like but why like, well, y'all came in and y'all didn't buy anything, so we got to check y'all purse. He's like, that don't make no sense. You're like, well, others, sometimes they come in here and they do this and they walk around. Like, but that's not to do with me. I didn't do that. So while they arguing shit, two white people walk past and walk out the door. And she's like, hey, 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 you ain't checked them. Why ain't you checked them? White lady came back, opened her purse. You're like, no, you you good, you good. It's like, why you ain't check? And it's the black woman. Like, why ain't you checking the white people purse? Why you check my purse? Like, we don't treat our own people the correct way. We don't. You looked at her, these two people, two adults, and they black, so they got to be stealing. You got to check their purse, but you don't check your two white people walking out the building? Like, come on, man. We look at. It's funny that you mentioned that because I saw. Shout out to the homie Detroit Charlie. Yeah. I saw that he's doing a social experiment where he's going into places, purchasing something, and then trying to return it with the original receipt. And he had posted like a few of, he posted one video in particular online, and the lady was giving him like an awful hard time about, you know, returning it. It was unopened with the original receipt. Within like, say like within the same day. That's crazy. Within the same day. That's wild. Yeah, man. But like, unfortunately, all the stereotypes that white people have about black people, black people have, have about, about each people. other. You know what about I mean? About each other, yeah. And it's unfortunate. Sometimes we got to check ourselves, man. But um, of course, y'all have probably heard of the situation where Atatiana Jefferson, Jefferson, I think is her name. Yeah. Um, So a little bit of background information. Apparently, it's been really, really hot in Fort Worth. And this particular night, was a excuse me was the first night it wasn't like sweltering um so a lot of people had their doors and windows open to let the cool breeze in it was like one of those finally one of those good nights so her front door was open locked well closed but like the 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 main door was was open open. but the 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 screen you know just getting a little breeze yeah 
Screen door doing what a screen door is supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, side door, the exact same way. Now, I guess because it was like 2.30 in the morning, one of her neighbors saw that it was late and the door was open. So he called the non-emergency telephone number to say, hey, could you go do, do a, a wellness check? check? Yeah. Like, I don't want nobody have have broke into her house or no shit like that. It's kind of late. The door is open. The police officer get there, doesn't announce himself, passes the front door, passes the side door, goes into the back and looks through a window and within like point four seconds, I think he didn't shot and killed the girl. And the video didn't show a gun, did anything of that nature on her side. But then it started coming out where there was a gun in the house. So what? It's my fucking house. Guns in my house. I live there. You know I, pre- I, live there. I, I protect my home. I'm a young woman who's living, who stays here alone. And I'm in here with an eight year old boy. I need a gun in my house. But then it became. I had a right to have not, not even need. I have the right to have a gun in my home. Yeah. And the video initially, I hadn't seen it. It was like, they don't show that anybody pulled a gun. And matter of fact, by the time you said, I need to see your hands, you shot that quickly. So. Then it came out that now the police say or the the nephew said she pointed a gun at the window. So now he's shooting back because he saw a gun, allegedly. I'm like, what? This is what the eight-year-old is saying? This is what the police is saying that the eight-year-old is saying. After he talked with with an investigator or some shit. No, I don't want to hear it. But I even take it a step further. So what if I'm pointing a gun? I'm in my house. I see some shit flashlights or niggas moving outside if i if it's two o'clock in the morning two thirty in the morning and i see somebody go past my front door and i see somebody go past my my side door they about to come in this bitch and i go through and i just look out i got my gun in my hand i look out the window and as soon as i look out the window a nigga shoot me like what kind of shit is this dog it's a fucked up place we live in man and i'm not even saying that's what happened but i'm saying i'm if if I was gonna give these devils the, the benefit of the doubt, that still ain't nothing wrong. Paint the picture, make it make sense. You know me. what I'm saying? Yeah. It, that's still not because that's some shit I would do. I would have my gun on my hand and I would look out the window to see what's going on. And as soon as I do that, you shoot me. And I'm inside of my house, well within my rights to have a gun with inside of my home. You doing a wellness check? Why don't you pull up with your police lights on? How about you announce yourself? Hey, this officer such and such, is everything all right? If you think it's a break-in, come out with your hands up. Call for backup, anything. Yeah. You're just about to walk because into- Because you're the – the thing about, in, in my opinion, when it comes to the police, you are the trained professional. You know what I'm saying? You're the one who went who went through all this different type of training, how to negotiate, how to deal with the public. I am a nigga inside of my own house. Two o'clock in the morning. So what if I want to have a gun on my bed? So what if I'm walking around my house with a gun? This is my fucking house. This is my house. I'm gonna protect this shit. I'm gonna do what I want in here. Uh, maybe one of y'all can help me. I gotta go look at the FBI crime statistics. How many police officers are getting shot by civilians? Not enough. Because I I really want to know because they act like they the ones in danger. Because I'm willing to bet police officers shoot more people than police officers get shot. I'm I'm willing to bet. I don't remember what summer it is, what summer it was, but it was like one summer in Detroit where like niggas was really like shooting at the police real heavy. It was like early 2000s. Listen, man. I need to protect my life. Self-preservation. 
like that's what fight or flight, right? Yeah. It's going to come to a point where I don't know what's going to happen with me and this police officer or citizen A and this police officer and self-preservation going to have to kick in. And then what you going to do? Because the police officer always say, I was in fear of my life. I was in fear of my life. Well, when you pulled me over, I was in fear of my life, too. So which one of our lives is more important? You're creating a situation where you're about to have a real problem. I agree. Because guess what you can do with me? Do me a favor and don't do me no favors. Don't fucking call the police for me. Call my brother. Call my father. Call my cousin. Call one of the homies. Anything. Don't fucking call the police or to how, my house. Or how about neighbor? If you see my door crack, you just. Hey, Damon, you in, you okay? Now, if I don't answer or something, then then maybe. Or you know what? You could mind your fucking business. You can always do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what's going. It, it it don't call the police for me. It's not safe, and that's fucked up to say. But do me a favor and don't do me no favors. Yeah, I'm all right. Cause I don't know what's gonna happen. Fuck, I'm supposed to do. Can you imagine just like sitting, like I'm just sitting in the crib chilling. I'm smoking a joint, listening to Marvin Gaye with some warm thighs, and next thing I know, a motherfucker at my door with a pistol. I mean, we talked about the situation where I thought niggas was at my house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, no, don't. Don't don't call the police for me, though. I'm sorry. And it's not my, I would hate to say that, but it's not my fault the reason I'm saying that. I it's, mean, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Just let just let it happen. Whatever's gonna happen, just let it happen. They to act me. like they so scared, but we don't got a history of shooting at the police. That's not a that's not like a, a consistent thing. Like, where are the numbers of all the people that just all the police, because whenever an officer get shot and die in a line of duty, you always see that shit on the news. Yeah. How many times you have seen that shit in your life? Five, six, maybe? Not a lot, but you see it. You know what I'm saying? We see it when even a fucking dog get killed. Yo, I mean, that's the, the dog is considered a police officer. Bullshit. I know. I have a friend of mine that's in jail right now for shooting and killing a police dog. I bet he got more than 10 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. That's fucking crazy. He did. Police can kill you in your fucking home and get 10 years. You kill a police dog. The nigga who shot the police dog here. Yeah. That was that last summer? He shot my homeboy that's in jail, shot a police dog, shit, back in 99, 2000. He was on some wrong shit, but he ended up shooting the dog because, you know, motherfucker latched on to him, was biting him, and he shot the police dog. And I think he did like, and I think he got like 25. Real long, real long sentence. That's some bullshit, dog, for killing a fucking dog. Killing that German Shepherd. You should be punished. That's life. Don't take life. Okay. Well, not one, I can't even say uh, don't take life because I hunt. I shoot animals. So how the fuck I'm gonna tell you not to shoot an animal and be on some moral high authority telling you not to kill an animal and I shoot and kill animals? Like I love my dog. You know what I'm saying? I got a puppy. I I love the puppy. But like if this if that nigga was ever to latch on to one of my children, you out of here. I, w- I would kill him dead. You out of here w- without hesitation. I would kill him dead. And I think, like, I think in most cases, we could beat a dog. But the most thing dogs, is, most dogs, right? If you had to fight to the death with a dog, but I think we'd be so scared of fighting with the actual dog that you don't actually fight back. Dog's not really necessarily ready for you to fight back. I done seen niggas fight back, even with pit bulls. I yeah. done seen niggas fight back, and the dog will back the fuck up once you hit him a couple of times. Just don't let him latch on, because <laughs> it's over for your ass. I feel you. Uh, but, man... I don't like this shit, dog. I hope that cop rots in hell. 
You yeah. had no reason to be there. I can almost let me let me relax. I can almost understand somebody walking into the wrong apartment by mistake. Not this white bitch. I don't think I think she was lying. But I didn't gotten the wrong car before. I did that. A car once. that I thought was on. Like I can, I, did, I definitely did that shit. Once. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's not unfathomable that that could possibly happen in apartments and shit like that. You can't go to somebody's fucking house in the middle of the fucking night sticking their motherfucking head through windows and everything being cool. I had to look up the the case um that happened here about two years ago when the dude little little young dude kept getting his house broke into. Police came looking out, never announced themselves, and he shot through the window and shit. Luckily, he only got 90 days in jail and ended up with two years probation. Um, But he was facing, like, major time. Like, fam, fuck on. You're in in my backyard looking through my fucking window. My house been broken into two times. But shouldn't they, I I think it's, like, standard procedure that a police officer, like, even in rage, you're supposed to police. Like, you're supposed to announce yourself. They got no knock raids. You can do a no knock raid. It's a situation, Texas. But what a guy shot the police yeah. for the ra- in the raid. It's not fair, dog. It's not fair. He heard it. He heard rumbling going on in his house five in the morning. Was it who? I don't know what rapper said it, but like something ain't fun when the rabbit got the gun. Like y'all, the hunters, fam. We don't. The rabbit don't got the gun. In this situation, you know what I always think of that Benny Siegel video, feeling in the air. Yeah, where like he just like he going through the crib, and you know you can see the niggas running past him, like they about to raid the house, and like you can just you can just feel you. He can sense it. You yeah. can feel it. Handshake ain't matching your smile. Um, ah, you niggas foul. That's when Siegel could still still rap. Yeah, I feel like Siegel. Uh, he went through what DLC went through. Like his voice changed. Like yeah. your pen is once, probably once, still there. Once he got shot, yeah. Um, nigga, I believed in dog. Yeah. Well, well, he had enough albums to 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 be serious. Yeah, but I'm saying like he could. Had he not lost that that brevity, Ooh. Siegel. Had he not lost like that brevity in his voice, I think he he could still be producing classic albums. Uh, good albums. Uh, speaking of rap. Speaking of rap. I hate when you do that, dog. He Siegel was a great rapper. A great rapper. How many classic albums do we have? The Truth, The Becoming. You think The Truth is a classic? I do. That stands next to All Eyes on Me, fucking Reasonable mm. Doubt, Illmatic. Like, when it comes to debut albums, you can stand The Truth up against a lot of, a lot of niggas' albums. I skipped a lot of that shit. I'll be honest. There's some fire shit on there, but I skipped a lot of Nigga, it. what's your life like? Facts. Benny Sigel was the I'm picking um the Becoming. That's his best work. The Becoming was good. Like that shit to me. That shit is nothing like it. I can't explain it when I pick up my son and look at my face. Come, it's about, it was about five joints on there. I come with on, heavy. man. But like the Becoming, that shit is this to me. For me, that's his best work. That shit kills. Uh, that shit kills everything else he got. But that's just my personal opinion. So that is. It's my personal opinion, shit. Uh, but speaking of rap, uh, Cheyenne had hit us up on uh, in Twitter, like uh, me and Verge, and, uh, June. You can um, still add me. You can still add me. A whole bunch of us. Shout out to my nigga June, who gave me easily the most prolific statement I've heard in a long time. What was that? 
that the world has not been the same since Gerald LeVert died. Mm, okay. Just look at it. Hasn't been the same since Gerald died. Uh, so she had asked, and she had retweeted something from like Rap Genius, right? And it basically said, what's the best song that you can think of with two rappers going back and forth? Oh, man. Now, I thought this was an easy question. It's, no, that's not. Easy. Because then I was like, first off, I can't give you one song. I got to give you a couple. But then the songs that I thought about, I went and listened to, and they're not actually going back, back and forth. Back and forth, like they just on verse. They just on the songs. Uh, so it was a little bit more difficult. Um, well, off the top of your head, what you think of? Songs or rappers going back and forth? Yeah. Uh, I feel like Jay and Beans got some shit back and forth. Um, um on on the becoming, but I don't know if they was actually going back and forth because Beans watched Jay on um tum, 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 tum. Uh, what's it's the, on it's on like he watched it like yeah, and Jay verse was not whack, no. which is saying a lot because Jay was murdering that shit. When I think about like back and forth, I'm thinking like. Royce and Eminem, like Bad Meets Evil. Yeah, but they still wasn't. But I mean, it's no, no, no. But like, not the whole song. But like in real life, that's the what's one of the first ones I I thought about. I'm like, let me go listen to that shit. Because this is what happened when Bad Meets Meets Evil, Evil. and we hit the trees too. We look like Vietnamese people. That's one of my favorite beats. When we ever do, whenever we do our shop talk cipher, like ours, I'm rapping over that shit. I'm fine with that. Uh, Uh, Fuck, I gotta go back to what I actually wrote down. Uh, I feel like Ghost and Ray had had a lot on only built for Cuban links. Nas and AZ, like the Flyers. Uh, so, yeah, I put America's Most Wanted, Pac and Snoop, because um, they did go back. I mean, like, he was, he, this was the list I came like, up Like, with. the last verse is, uh, is flawless of them going back and forth. This was me and my brother every day in the whip whenever we was riding. Nah, I got a floating way, floating with my back. My black man's trying to do a show with they. Wonder how I live with five shots. Niggas is hard to kill on my block. For real. America's most wanted with Pocket Snoop. This is no order. Okay. Uh the flyest. Nas, Nas and, and AZ. AZ. Come on. I wish man. we could I wish we could would have ever got a Nas and AZ album. Come on, man. Otis, Yay and Jay. Oh, I didn't think of Watch of the Throne. Yeah. Um, it's probably some more on the album. Ooh, but Otis jumps that, the, out at the, me. The throne, that's a yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. As we enter, Nas and Damian Marley. That was the first song on their album, Distant yeah, Relatives. Yeah. The album is fucking great. That Distant Relatives album doesn't get get the light that it deserves, and but it's what, solid, for solid. What, for whatever reason, on Apple Music, they only have the non-cursing version. That's terrible. Just as in DMX, it's Dark and Hell is Cot, it's only the non-cursing version. I don't want to hear it. Uh, L actually said the only person who has the cursing version is Title. How about that? L. Yeah. Shout out to Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous uh, woman. Niggas in Paris. Yeah, and J. I mean. Uh, this one that you might like. Natural Born Killers, Cuban Dre. You know that's my <laughs> shit. You know that's my shit. Um, anything Jada and Styles. Yeah. Like, if we, I'll get, I'll get to this. Jada and Styles. Jaden Styles, that's we gonna a, make it. I'll give you. I'll get, to give you a song. We gonna make it. Yeah, Jaden Styles. That's a hell of a tandem. Yeah, that's now, that's a damn near Teflon tandem. Jaden Styles. I kind of stretch this one a little bit. The Rock Wilder with Red Meth. 
Classic song. Classic song. But they, like, I guess when one of them start rapping, the second verse comes in, but they really got separate verses, but the song is so fucking fire. And they have, they just have, like, an incredible chemistry together. Like, Red and Meth, that shit just, it just works. It just works. You think, excuse me, think of any other songs? Where niggas go back and forth. Hold on, let me pull up my, let me pull up my, my list and. I, uh, like like a hot a, boy song, uh, we on fire. Turk and Turk and uh, Wayne go Turk back. and Wayne, yeah, they go yeah, back and yeah, forth definitely. on we on fire. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I mean, uh, that's a good one. I forgot all about the South. Yeah, I forgot. That's a good one. I forgot all about the South. So yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, somebody actually did give me one. They said uh, the clips. Cl- what song? I mean, they're a duo. They you could but argue they, on grinding. They they have. Did they like? I'm gonna say two bars. You say two bars. You say two bars. I'm gonna say two bars. Nah, Dipset. I don't know. I wasn't a Dipset fan like that. Nigga, what? Yeah, I, I I missed that wave. That shit wasn't. In, I was not enticed. I rapped over this beat though. <laughs> but they went back and forth like two and two today. Nah, no, it was all Santana. Yeah, that was all not, Santana. Now it's dope songs with like features, but like uh, Snoop and Dre, nothing but a G thing. I give you that, even though one person wrote it. But I, I give you. that. Oh, we're not doing that today, man. Nigga, Jumpman, uh, Drake, and uh, Future. They went back and forth. Did Future actually rap? I don't know what you call what future future makes nigga future makes music for niggas that take their girl car and keep it all day and go cheat while she at work. Right. Um, I found out some shit this week that broke my fucking heart. What? Queen Latifah did not write you and I T Y. Nigga, Tretch, Tretch's pen is very formidable. Nigga, that shit broke my fucking heart. Why though? Low look. I mean, if you if you listen was, if was, you listen to you and I T Y and take out and just imagine like that's Tretch's whole cadence. I get it now, and it was a couple other songs that he pinned for. So like it was, I was on YouTube on a video about Little Kim, uh, her performance or whatever, and it mm-hmm. was like somebody was making comments about her not writing the raps or some shit, and then so I was like, well, you know, somebody said something about the Queen Latifah, and they're like, well. Somebody might be like, well, Queen Latifah, Tretch wrote her songs. I'm like, nigga, I've never heard no shit like that before. Like, what song? And a nigga gave me the facts. I apologize to the nigga on the I internet. I mean, he, he wrote Jump for Crisscross. Nigga. I was flabbergasted. Yes. Okay, here's a duo that go b- back and forth. Daz and Corrupt. Corrupt and Daz. <laughs> I mean. Nickels and Pennies. <laughs> and Pounds of Hash. Yeah. Double up to doubt. Double my money. Even though that's all uh, corrupt, actually rapping. Yeah, but I mean, Streets as a Mother is a, is one of my favorites. Uh, Outcast. What's up? Oh, back. Elevators. The last verse on Elevators. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, hold on, man. I feel like I got a another uh, good one. Another good one. Slaughterhouse? Niggas don't trade bars. I be wanting them to. Uh, Cheyenne said uh, Brooklyn's Finest. Jay-Z and Biggie Smalls making yeah. shit your draws. And 
Shout out to the homies, Mason, Violet Giant. Mason Puff uh, can't hold me down. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, say what's up, J Rock, Kendrick, Schoolboy, and Absol. Double play, Dutch, double Dutch on those verses. Um, I feel like G Unit had to have some. I don't know, uh, but we did get some local, not local, some physically local. Uh, Clear Soul Forces, uh, like Clear Soul, Street Justice, yeah, Violent Giant, yeah. All right, so here's the question, dog. Okay, because we was talking about duos, Wu Tang Clan. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you, dog. I'm not as big as a Wu Tang Wu Tang fan as everybody else is. I still love. Well, let me rephrase that. I'm a fan. I just didn't listen to all that shit. That okay. shit was, you know. All right. Let's play a game. Have of, you ever hold on one more? Have you ever heard of Step Brothers? Don Tripp and Starlito? Uh yes, I've heard of them too. They go back and forth. Okay. I like Don Tripp. And I and I love Step Brothers. All right. Let's play a little game of uh One Gotta Go. Oh man, this is one of our favorite games. It is. And this is a pretty difficult one for me. Oh, and run the jewels. LP and Killer Mike. They They're go great back duo. Do they? Yeah, they do. Ray and Ghost. Nas and AZ. Red and Meth. Mm. Kissing Styles. Give me them four one more time. One gotta go. Give me them four one more time. Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. Okay. Nas and AZ. Red and Meth. Kissing Styles. <sighs> this is going to be wildly unpopular. Wait. Type it on your phone, dog. I don't want to. I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want to say that. I. I, uh, I already know who's going. Do you want me to send you my answer through the phone? No, just type it. I want you to write it down because I don't want to. I don't want to. I wrote mine down because if we got the same one, I don't want it to seem like we didn't really. Okay. All right. I'll put down Red Meth. That's who I that's who I did too. Okay, we gonna okay. say. Uh, and I, I when I first thought about the shit, I did say Ray and Ghost. You sacrilegious motherfucker! That's what I said at first because I like Derek Wilder like a lot more than. But then June, more than only built for Cuban links. But then June did post. I mean, say point out that damn near the whole purple tape was them niggas going back and forth. It was so. I'm not and only it. built for Cuban links too. Now, granted, AZ and Nas don't have as much, but like the essence, the flyest, yes. and um, life's a bitch. Fam. Whenever them two niggas get together, it's D- it's classic songs, music. Them three songs, I can't live my life without those three songs. It's classic music. Like, come on, fam. Whenever they get together, Nas and AZ make classic music, and like. So if it's somebody who's unto, like the best people ever to go back and forth, back and forth, kissing styles. Yeah. They're one. Like, you know how much I love Nas. I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm a giant AZ fan. I cannot. Kiss and Styles are the, they are like, damn, I want to say they like the creators of it. They not, but like they that good at the back and forth. But, you know, more, they because they grew up together. Like they, they know each other. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like. It's like James Worthy and Magic Johnson on the break. Yeah. Magic know where James gonna be at, and like we are right together too. Yeah, because I used to, you know, when we was doing our music. Like, no, nah, we gonna. I want, and I you would need, say, I want to do like Kiss and Styles do, and let's be in there and write two niggas sitting in the room and I'm not just four, emailing verses back and forth. I'm gonna write four bars, and when I end them, this I want you to start on this bar and do that. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, so. They so fluid together, man. Yeah, man. But, you know, Kiss and Fab, like, their project was solid as fuck, too. Uh, I think I only listened to that shit, like, one time, dog. To be honest, man. And, I, I mean, I didn't think it was, like, bad or anything. And you know who else had a good duo album? Dave East and Styles. Didn't watch, didn't listen to it. I'm not I a Dave East fan shit. like that. I like Styles, but like I fuck with that shit. I tried to be a Dave East. Fan. I feel like East is just is something intangible that he's missing. He mediocre, um, and I, and I don't. He need has it. all the working parts to be like, like a he good can rapper. rap though. Like it's like it's not that he can't rap because he can. It's just like I'm not like oh wow that was so so fucking dope. It was just like that's cool. That's a cool beat. That's a cool rap. I like that little cadence. That shit was cool, man. I like, like that, that Davies guy, but I don't want to listen to a whole project. I don't. I tried. I tried to be like a fan because I tried to support. He had them. a couple good ass songs. Numb, uh, Keisha. I couldn't tell you a song, fam. I really couldn't. But it's it's hard for me to invest in the full. You, I would be hard pressed to listen to a whole sixteen albums, sixteen cuts of Dave East. Be a little hard pressed. Don't shoot me. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not. I don't know, man. He, I, I'm waiting for. I would love for him to to give, do it. Give me a project that I really enjoy. Him and Styles joint was good. It I was heard good. that. I heard that. Um, Styles put out a lot of projects and shit. Somebody tweeted today uh, that got a lot of traction on my timeline. Um, somebody tweeted that Gucci Man has released nine albums in the last three years, and I retweeted, and none of them are memorable. And I love Gucci. He be working. Like I he just dropped another album this week. Yeah, uh, that's why. That's why it came up. That's his his, his his ninth album in the last three years since he been out. And don't nobody care. I mean, Gucci always had like a very high volume of production, though. Like there was a point, like oh eight, oh nine, Gucci. Like he was that nigga. I yeah, I get it. And one of my homies, Wack, shout out to Wack because I know he listening. He probably he probably angry right now because I you know him and Clay, Drake Clay, a big Gucci fan. I love Gucci. I fucking love Gucci. No, y'all don't. I do because y'all didn't make these albums do nothing because <laughs> that shit weak. Now, now I won't say it's weak. Now do I want to listen to nine? Like do I need that many Gucci Mane albums? Nah, like, not really. Man, Kirk tweeted that shit. And he was like, I'm like. He said all of them got bangers on them, but for some reason they're not resonating with the public, oversaturated the market with music, and nobody is noticing. And I was like, bangers or songs you like? So then he hit me with Met Gala with Offset. Yeah, I get good. the bag with Migos, both with Drake, and Tone It Down with Chris Brown. It's been a few bangers released in that span. So I said out of all those shit, it's one hit record, and it's both with Drake. All that other shit, maybe songs that you like, but nigga, them not hit records. Nigga, both eyes closed off a of drop to wop. I mean, off a of drop top wop. That shit was good. That's the name of an album? Drop top wop, yes. Both eyes closed at him, Young Dolph, and 2 Chains. He need to release EPs with like four songs. Like, I, I never understood how like niggas will release full, pro- full projects and it'd be like four fire songs and the rest of that shit be filler like why would you put the rest of the filler out just drop four five like shits of heat like who be in niggas camps because like some of that shit that you think oh nigga this fire how could you think the other song is that you know what i'm saying like we know gucci doesn't strike me as a nigga that takes a lot of outside opinion well maybe he is now you know i don't know 
But dig up your dead partner, ask him that. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't strike me as a nigga that's just taking a lot of outside opinions. I get you. I get you. Uh, I, I I totally understand, man. But and he's he's finally teamed up actually with Gucci, and is part of their campaign now. I saw that. What you feel about that? Hey, man, I I feel it's long overdue. Gucci, yeah, I I love Gucci, man. I love him. But love we, him. We, we still we 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 back on Gucci now though. And wearing it, yeah. I mean, I I don't. I don't. I was listening to uh, T.I. on um on his podcast with him and Killer Mike, and he had broke out some numbers. Like, apparently, they had like a bad quarter uh, because of all the shit that was going on. So, yeah. like, he feel like he won and he's vindicated. Calm down, Clifford. I'm like, nigga, if niggas just wait to the next quarter to buy it, like, who the fuck? Like, I had a fucking fu- fu- first quarter was fucked up, but second quarter was <laughs> the greatest of all time. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, calm down, Clifford. When people be like. Because nobody was buying that a coup. Uh, facts. Because y'all don't wear it. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't, like, I don't want it. What I'm saying is if Jay and Nas or not Nas, if Jay and Puff like if Puff was still rocking Sean John like maybe we would look at it as if it was a luxury brand if you actually wore it as if it was a luxury brand. Then you get Sean John and Foreman Mills. As it get the money. But Rock, like, same thing with Rockerwear. We so finicky with our fashion choices because like we'll go buy the same jeans like we're so finicky for everything. Like liquor is played out now. Like how the fuck does liquor play out? Hey, look, Jack Daniels ain't never did me wrong, never. and I drink it till I die. Everybody thought Armadale was so fucking great, nigga. You know what I will not drink is that fucking Sea Rock. I will not do it. I'm straight on the puffy juice. <laughs> if it's I, there, it's there. But I'm straight on the puffy juice. So I got a real bad story with Sea Rock that my ex girlfriend's birthday party, the drink. Like the bar was promoting that night was Ciroc and Lemonade. And she had a lot of her friends there. One of her friends is is putrid. She's what I call a yam. And if anybody has ever heard me talk about yams, it is a young lady that is shaped like a sweet potato. And a lot of her friends that night were yams. And this one yam in particular, you know, was like kind of hung around us all night. After about eight or nine Ciroc and Lemonades, I was like, eh, she not looking half bad tonight. And I woke up with the worst hangover I ever had in my life the next day from drinking C-Rock. I don't fuck with it. I don't care about all these f- f- damn flavors of that shit. Keep that, keep the puffy juice the fuck away from me Yeah, at all times. Like, niggas like, act like liquor go out of style, colognes and smells go out of style. Like, niggas say a smell go out of style. Like, that's crazy. Niggas, niggas are clowning you for wearing some yolk. <laughs> Spice Adams like made made that shit a joke. Like, remember Cool Water? Nigga, I still have Cool Water. Like, how the fuck can a smell go out of style? Nigga, I passed like, that shit to my son. Like, my uh, nigga, this <laughs> this 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 help me make it through high school. I hope it gives you the same, son. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. But like, I don't know, if, man. Some shit is just classic and just like I I don't really wanna... never going out of style for me. Nigga, that's how I feel about Jack Daniels. I don't care what niggas Jack say. Jack and Coke, easy. I don't want to. I don't want that honey Jack. I want direct. I want the regular Jack. Jack and Coke, fam. All that's day. First thing I ever drunk, actually, first liquor I ever drunk was some Jack and Coke at um, on my cousin's wedding. I, I will take age. it. I will take it all day long. That is my. That is my fallback drink. Is Jack and Coke. My cousin Janae got married. Who was at their wedding? And my cousin James, he was like, man, he had like a drink. Like you want something or some shit. He was like a year older than me. 
And uh, my dad was standing there and he was like, he like, just be careful, son, or some shit like that. I was like, what? I'm like, I'm getting like the, I'm getting the. You gave okay. the okay. And yeah. Which is wild. Now, when I, when I actually think back, like my dad saying I can have some fucking liquor. But what like, was you like, 19, 20? I must have been like either 18, 19 or some yeah, shit like that. close enough. I wasn't like in high school. You know what I'm saying? So you never went over to Canada and drank? No. That, that used to be my wave. Mm-mm. Shout out to Don Cherry's, the music room, music cafe. Um, you know what? Uh, like my first drink, drink like when I like had a beer and shit like that. My with my brother, I turned twenty one. I went out with uh, him and his friends to um, Benihana's. First time at Benny too. Matter of fact, I'm gonna post that picture for uh, Throwback Thursday. Me and my brother took a, it was a Polaroid too. You know how you take yeah. a picture and shit. But I was twenty one years old. It was my twenty first birthday. I thought beer was nasty. Shit wasn't even good to me. And Until then you find the right one. And then uh, hanging out with D. Meredith niggas up at state, you know what I'm saying, and in the dorm rooms and doing all that shit. And then I remember, I remember the exact moment where I was drinking. Where beer tasted good to you. The exact moment, like I literally, like it was yesterday, <laughs> when beer, when the Corona started tasting like water, like it just had it had no impact on me. I'm like, nigga, this beer shit is good. Like I remember. Look, my beer of choice was Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. <laughs> Give me that bitch ice cold. So next next Friday we in here. Fuck it, why not? You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, since, since invite some people. Yeah. Yo, yeah. you know, personal folks, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, next Friday. Celebrate the birth of the game. Facts. We're going to be up in here next Friday. Having Who, a, don't we got a guest next Friday? Yeah. Who is it? The Hooligans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The whole clique. Yeah. So, shout out to. Uh, after that's over, you know? Yeah, and they can stick around. For sure. Well, shout out to the homie Ray for uh for hooking that up. Yeah, I was over uh, I took some pictures. I was over in um I went over to uh Canada and was taking some pictures yesterday. Okay. Yeah, and I, I got some really good stuff over there, dog. That's what's up. Canadian women are beautiful. I didn't see any. They look like regular white women to me. No, I'm talking like the mixed and black ones. Though. I was just over there on the riverfront and I I, I, w- I didn't go like too deep into Canada. I had some sessions late last night that came in at the last moment, so had to come back relatively mid afternoon. But I'm gonna go a little further. As a young man, I had a very interesting arrest over in Canada. Yeah, he told me about it. They teach you real quick that it's another country. Yeah, I ain't been over to Canada since I was 19 years old, man. Wow. So that's what's up. That's what's up. So. That's what it was. <laughs> That's our homie. That's our homie oh, walking through the door. I ain't know. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You know what I'm saying? You gotta grab the like nigga, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna give you the heads up. Well, like I'm know if that was I'm, a, I'm facing that was the door. Clean, I didn't know if that was the cleaning dude either. So yeah. I didn't want to have a you know what I'm saying the banger out on the table with it. No, if like nigga, you my partner. Somebody come through the door and it looked like it looked like trouble. I mean, we both gonna have to shoot our way up out this bitch. Yeah. But uh but it's the homie cool breeze. <laughs> but uh damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh yeah, I took some pictures to share this shit came out dope. Also, man, so look, I'm gonna talk about this. Uh I I didn't know if I was gonna talk about it or not, but like it's the barbershop. Niggas been talking about that shit all week. You seen all this little shit that's been going on with China and LeBron and well like we just actually watched some shit about China. That was scary as fuck, man. Yeah. So social credit score. Let me go ahead and put on my uh my tinfoil hat because you know i am the tinfoil hat titan 
I am the conspiracy realist because they're not conspiracy theories. They're conspiracies, really. So there's an episode of Black Mirror this season where, like, they have a social credit score. If you mean to someone, your credit score goes down and you can't interact with people. You're whatever. undesirable. Yeah. Fam, that's not TV. That's real life. In China. Real life China right now. Has we got to put this in the notes. Because we just watched a video about social credit score in China. And besides having a social credit score, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of cameras in China. Use facial recognition. And while you're looking at the screen, your face comes up, who you are, what your social credit score is. like, And they post your information around town. Like, this nigga just jaywalking. They They shaming niggas for jaywalking. Yeah. So about a month ago or so, there was a vote in the city of Detroit, whether the police were going to turn on the cameras so they can use facial recognition software across the city. And people, some people were like, what if you're not a criminal? You don't have anything to worry about all this stuff. Like this is not a conspiracy theory. Like this is actually happening. And if you didn't know the software does not work well on black faces, right? So that means while you walk, not even walking down the street and the police, accidentally pull you over we just gonna look for a suspect who's light-skinned bald head with a beard and i put that picture in all them cameras around town gonna say exactly what you look at look look like and where you at and they're gonna pull up on you accost you arrest you detain you search your body the whole nine yards because you match the description of a computer but it don't do our faces right so 17 matches may may come up and i'm gonna go stop all 17 people that's a violation of your rights, like your civil rights, your constitutional rights, because you're being harassed, stopped, searched, sieged without any kind of probable cause. Besides this computer program said that you may be this other person. Right. Like this is actually going on. Like the city council voted this to be approved in a city that's 85 percent black mm-hmm. with technology that does not work well on black faces. faces. Yes. Like, come on, man. And this isn't a joke. Like, this is this is real fucking life. Real fucking life. Like, 1984. Shit is going to get Read wild. Read the book. Not, 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 not the year I was born, either. That's a book. 1984. Shit going to get wild. And it's going to get worse before it ever gets better. It's never going to get better. And they showed in China with these social credit scores, if your credit score was too low, you could not travel. Can't you buy could, property. Couldn't buy property. Your children can't go to private school. Like it, and you have no way to dispute it. So this is the China regime that we're dealing with. So apparently, what happened? I'm not no expert on this shit, so I'm not going to talk to you like I'm an expert. But I do want to give some backstory about what we're about to talk about. So apparently, like Great Britain or some shit had like owned Hong Kong or some shit, and they gave them back, and they was giving them back to China. But China has different type of rules and regulations. So Hong Kong, long story short, Hong Kong used to be free or free-ish. And now China want them niggas back because yeah. shit is fucked up and we want y'all back. And they don't want to go back. So they're over there rioting. Like, we're not going back to this communist regime. It's a problem. Now, how does this relate to anything over here in the NBA? The Houston Rockers has a general manager. His name is Daryl Morley. Maury. He made a tweet. It says like stand with freedom or 
I support, I support Hong Kong. Support Hong Kong. China was like, oh, no, the fuck you didn't. We mad. Now, what the fuck does China care about the Houston Rockets? Because y'all mean play for the Houston Rockets. Right. And he is the international ambassador. Yeah. And he's like the, the like biggest the, basketball player in China. He's like the president of the China Basketball Association yeah. over there. And Yao Ming was with them, and they did not have to let Yao Ming out of his contract to come play in the NBA, but they did. And the exchange was, well, we'll let you play for the Houston Rockets, but in, in, in exchange, the Houston Rockets, your GM and everything like that, you can help us out with our business and get our basketball league off the ground. And that's that's been happening. So when China saw Daryl Morey say something like supporting Hong Kong, which he should, they was like, no, nah, fam, we want him fired. Like, we can't do that shit. And then they started canceling different events because it was the basketball games that were supposed to go over in China because the NBA was trying to take over China. It's a big, it's a giant market. So it's been an issue, man. Uh, China had um, Apple pull pro Hong Kong apps out of out of the app store. Right now we're in this big trade uh, negotiations with 45 China and Apple because all the new tariffs, whatever. But Apple was like, look, we too, we do way too much fucking business. You don't have to leave us out of that. So yeah. then they got the little deal was like, well, y'all don't got to start until X amount of months. So it's, it's China got their mouth and nose in a whole bunch of business and everybody kind of shook and everybody kind of scared. So they asked LeBron for whatever reason, what he feel about this. And he was like, look, paraphrasing. He think Daryl Morey didn't know what he was talking about. Thought he was misinformed. And yeah, we got free speech over here, but that free speech comes with consequences. And he basically think that people, if you don't know what's going on, you shouldn't talk about what's going on. Well, LeBron, take your own motherfucking advice because you really don't have a clue, my nigga. And I get that people, I don't know why people hold athletes to such high esteem and that they want to just like hear their opinions. Yes, LeBron is articulate. You know, he don't talk... I mean, he don't talk like a fucking idiot. Yeah. But, like, nigga, I want to see you play basketball. I don't want to hear about your political views, in all honesty. I get this thing that, like, he he's more than a basketball. That's gotta, how they tout him. Gotta, he's more than a basketball player. be careful, because that sounds like shut up and dribble. That was a thing that somebody said to him. No, I'm not saying that you can't that you can't speak on things, but LeBron, you should also be able to speak intelligently. He also referenced that he got enough shit going on with people over in this country, and um, I'm not really trying to worry about that. We should just worry about the shit that impact us. Well, those things kind of do impact us. Well, the reason that it struck everybody as odd because he's definitely been vocal in Black Lives Matter and police brutality. He even tweeted the injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Quoting my Martin Luther King, like, well, fam, it's some injustice going on over there. But because the NBA stands to lose so much money, they got all of its ambassadors. Shut up. Towing the company line. Yeah. And you look kind of funny in the light. And I mean, at the end of the day, the NBA player is just a high part, a high priced employee. So the next day he kind of walked that shit back and like literally did like a 180 and he didn't know what he was talking about. Like nigga, this shit is going on on China. That is not no good shit, fam. Like them, the for lack of a better term, like them, the bad guys in a situation <laughs> and you saying it's wrong for somebody to stand up for the guys who losing. You know what? What's so wrong with just saying no comment facts, no comment. 
I don't have one. Or just saying like, hey. I'd rather keep my personal opinions out of this. Like, I'm going to focus on U.S. affairs right now. I really can't comment on what's going on over there. But you tried to make they GM look like he did something wrong. You told him he was misinformed. And he should just probably keep his mouth closed if you don't know what's going on over there. Nigga, do you know what's going on over there? Nope. To be perfectly honest, do you even care what's going on over there? Because what can I do? I'm in America. I'm in Detroit. Fuck I can do about Hong Kong. I literally can't do anything. Nah. There's nothing that I can do. But do you remember like years back when Dennis Rodman was hanging with uh, Kim Jong-un? Yeah. He might be able to do something. That's North Korea. They're not chummy with China. <laughs> North Korea's not chummy with nobody. <laughs> with nobody. Like China, North Korea, like them niggas don't got internet access. They don't have... They turn off the lights at 9 o'clock. In North Korea, fam, every week, everybody got to get together and tell on each other. Like in real <laughs> life. They got to get together and tell on each other. And if you don't got no dirt to tell on the next person, you're going to get in trouble. We need to know everything that's going on. Oh, oh yeah? Oh, that nigga was, uh, he was hiding what? He was taking extra rations. What? Like literally. Extra rations? Nigga, it's not Oregon Trail. No, it's slavery over there. Yeah, it is. Like, I read his book. Um, it was a guy talking about it on a podcast. I can't think of which podcast it was, but I ended up writing, reading the book. Well, I listened to the audio book. Same difference. And he was breaking, and he's from North Korea. He lives over here now, but he was breaking down how it is over there and what's really going on. And I'm like, I had no fucking clue. They literally turned the lights off at 9 o'clock. And they don't got no internet access because Kim Jong-un, he he thinks that well he tells his people that the whole world is scared of him like they think he's like the leader of the world um you know so he parades when, the military yeah, around that's like that's not for us like that's for his people like look how strong i am that's why you can't get to google and you can't really find out like nigga we made a whole movie about your ass and your daddy we don't give a fuck about you yeah. like in real life like nigga, what you gonna do but like, they they threaten with them nuclear warheads i don't even know if i believe in nuclear weapons like that dog I don't want to see. I don't want to find out. I think it's like one bomb. Like it's the like they know like, oh, this is the atomic bomb. Like nigga, it's just the bomb. But like, but what if that bomb could wipe out the East Coast though? I just don't think that's what's happening. I don't think so. I just don't. Okay. I mean, that's that's a whole but, other conspiracy theory in itself, Jason. But as long as you can, as long as everybody can threaten you with it, nigga, I got something, nigga. I got a gun so big. Now <laughs> <laughs> I got a gun so big. Hey, so. It's funny that you mentioned that. So my son, I'm picking him up from school. Yeah. And one of the young dudes, like, he stopped me. He's like, hey, I done seen your podcast on YouTube. I'm like, What's... He's like, I want to come on. Now, it got to be like 16, 17. I'm like, and, and, you know, I'm not trying to hold a young dog, but like. Come on for what? Yeah. What I'm like, about? what you want to talk about? He's like, I rap. Hmm. I was like, where? You got some music? You got somewhere I can live? Nah, I'm working on a project. Course. So you want to come on, but you ha- have absolutely n- no music. You didn't tell him to rap for you? He did. He cold? It, it wasn't bad. But he said a bar in the rap. He said the the, bar- the barrel on my gun long is a CVS receipt. I was like, that's clever. I that's like clever. That. But like, holla at me when you got like 12 songs, fam. 12 songs? Give me give me eight. Give me eight. Nigga, you ain't had no 12 songs in high school. You ain't have eight. You yeah. had like 12 verses. Give me something. Give me something more than you freestyling to me in a parking lot. Where at? 
At Renaissance High School. No, I'm saying, where is he about to get like songs done in studio? Like he a kid. Look, my nigga, SoundCloud make a lot of shit. You can, you got, you got access to more at your 17 than I had at my 17. Facts. Just give me something tangible. Now, I mean, let the nigga come on and spit a verse. I got. I mean, one clever verse. Like it was cool. We can, that, We should have a segment. Kids rap. <laughs> Nah, I don't think speak. we should. I don't think we should. I don't know, man. Let the little nigga come on and spit something. I mean, I'm not saying that he was that he was bad, but like, you know, continue to hone. That's, that's a that's a whole other audience we can pick up. Continue to hone your talent. He gonna take. Man. He gonna he gonna he gonna promote. That's gonna be a heavy episode. He gonna promote that shit there. Nigga, look, I was on this. All I just told him was like, man, once you get something, like you see me, you know my son. Once you get something, just float it my way. Hey, look, little nigga, uh, hit me up, man. Jay Johnson three one three. Just float it my way. Bring you up here, man. Get in front of the blue and the black. You know where you at? Maybe, maybe he do. Maybe do a cipher. Yeah, but but like, just just give me give me a little bit more. High school cipher. He's the next up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, that's how Big Sean cracked. Hey, we could be the next. Like somebody said it like, yeah, that one time I I I I met Mr. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I might just just give me a little bit more. I mean, I thought that I thought that bar was cold though. Yeah, that's what's mm-hmm. up. I got a gun so big, niggas swear, think it's fake. Swear that it's fake. Uh, so listen, this is a smooth transition. Are we talking about basketball players who may not be doing the quote unquote right thing at the moment? I gotta tell y'all niggas about the goat, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. The goat, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. This is my whose man's is this, but it's not in the negative way. Okay. So, did you know that uh, Michael Jordan just opened up some free clinics in uh, North Carolina? Yeah. So the six-time NBA champion um, and the Charlotte Hornets majority owner, uh, this unveiled first of two medical clinics he funded in North Carolina city. Uh, the facility will offer care to North Carolina um, Charlotte residents, rather, including underinsured and uninsured patients. Um, he gave a little statement in speech. He was crying up there essentially like, look, man, this is the place that raised me and embraced me all this time. And I wanted to give back, put like seven million up or whatever. And he has another one that's going to be coming too. So he committed seven million dollars to the Novent Health to open up two clinics in Charlotte. So everybody who said negative shit about Michael Jordan, who keep telling me about the, the prisons and shit that he owns. That's not that Michael Jordan. Not that Michael Jordan. Uh, but be just as vocal about this. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own things that they care about. Yeah. LeBron may be the promise school or whatever it's called. Is it I promise? or Yeah. It could be the promise school. Kobe Bryant, you know, when he was with the Lakers, he fought homelessness. Like, that was his thing. He didn't like skid row with all the homeless people like he he don't talk about it but if you go and do this documentaries and shit on like that's that was his thing and yo kobe got that basketball team with them young girls too that's that'll whoop your ass i mean but during the league like during while he was playing this whole time fighting homelessness in the in the city like everybody has their thing and a lot of people do things behind the scenes so you can't really just say well michael jordan never do nothing when he was in the league you don't know what the fuck was going on in 93 like you literally don't know what was going on. We didn't have access to athletes and information like we do. Today. And I'm not trying to purport that he was really funding all these things. The thing is, like you don't know. Everybody can't be a spokesman. Everybody is not going to be articulate, articulating. And everybody all these don't points. want that spotlight on the the philanthropic efforts that they do. But two big ass facilities, 
like 65, I mean, 6,000, I mean, 6,800 square foot facilities equipped with 12 exam rooms, x-ray rooms, physical therapy space. Like this is something major yeah. in North Carolina. Like I, I, I applaud that. Look, try going to the doctor or emergency without insurance. You know, that, that should have fucking bankrupt you. Um, I think that's dope. And that's just one of two. So not only provide access to medical care for those who need it most, but it's going to connect them with resources to ensure that their health extends beyond the doctor's office. So that's a big, that's a big thing, man. Congratulations. Uh, and that's so your who man's Who's man's is this? It's my man. He's the GOAT. He's the I'm greatest. With, I'm with Mike. I'm with Mike. My music pick of the week, man. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it on the home team. Cash style stacked. Stacked. That album is solid as fuck. It is, man. Solid as fuck. And on the flip side, I, I love Cash Doll. Likewise, man. I would like to have one more child with her. <laughs> uh, what I up, did... little homie? He was definitely staring me down like he wanted that, <laughs> like I owed him $75. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is a dope project, man. I'm really happy for her, man. She all over, all over my social media, all over the channels that I typically watch other artists on and who who on their promo run. Yeah. And I've seen her on those. She, she did a really good interview on The Breakfast Club today. She does really good interviews. She did a, a – I enjoyed that interview, the one she did with Sway. She did a car ride with um uh, with Elliot Wilson. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I like that they're giving her the push. She deserves it. Yeah. She deserves it. She's been out here working hard. She ha- She basically established herself from nothing. And a tough job doing it because she has some contract disputes where she yeah. couldn't put out music for all this time. So everybody was like, well, where the music at? And she she couldn't. Couldn't. She so. said she spent almost a half ticket getting out that shit. Got to do what you got to do, man. I know she. I know her entertainment lawyer, Howard Hurts. I've met with him on more than one occasion. He's Eminem's lawyer. Yeah, he's an expensive motherfucker. <laughs> Very expensive. But, uh, you know, Howard got her out that deal. And she she's reaping the benefits of it. She's a... Cash Doll is a fucking star. Yeah. Just plain and simple. She's an attractive and woman. She can to rap. stay relevant all these years without putting out any music. Yeah. She like, got a personality. Because a lot of that's what a lot of you niggas is missing. Facts. Is pers- like you got the talent, but you don't connect with people because you don't have a personality. She is a fucking star. Yeah. I mean, yes, I I do have an affinity for her and I I love her. And I'm just afraid that if I meet her. The same thing is gonna happen when I'm that time when I met Delicious, and, no. <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't speak. I literally could not open my mouth. She, and, she glamored you, dog. She did. She asked me for my asked me for my phone to take a picture, and I couldn't. Like I couldn't make the bitch work. Want to take no picture? <laughs> yeah, I could. I couldn't make it work. I couldn't do it. Slide this hand on this lower black right this lower back right quick. Delicious completely rendered me useless. Yeah. I'll be ready for you next time. Um, besides that, man, that's all I got, dog. That's all I got too. Uh, it's time for the benediction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Dame Gone Wild just on IG? No Twitter. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a little invite only here next Friday. I'm gonna reach out to some of y'all. Come through. Bring bring good spirits, good celebrate vibes. Some, celebrate the celebrate, birth. Celebrate my birth, man. Celebrate you know, my birth. The cornerstone conquistador. Yeah. Be turning uh, 38 revolutions around the sun real quick. Bring something to drink with you. And I ain't supposed to drink. No, I'm talking about them. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> Bring me weed. Bring me weed. You can't smoke it in here. No, uh, but I, I will take it home and smoke all of it. Facts. Every 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 last gram. 
But uh, we have some good times, you know, chill out, hang out up in here. Ain't nobody here this day, so we can make enough noise yeah. <laughs> as we want to. So. If you're cute, bring a friend or two. I'm, I'm with that, too. Because my niggas will be here. So, I mean, yeah. and let's make it happen, Captain. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jay Johnson 313 on Instagram. More importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Um, I'm about to start uploading content, man, to the YouTube page again. Short content. You know, five to ten minute clips. You know what I'm saying? Good so, enough. So uh, go follow Jay Johnson 313 on YouTube. That's what it is. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Book some time. Fuck yeah, and don't text me or Jason about shit. Shit. Also, All the information is on the website. Pricing, the calendar, everything. Man, I feel like I'm forgetting something, dog. But um, tell your mama to wear the thong at night because she about to ride Space Mountain. Oldest ride, longest line? Goddamn right. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dave. Hell yeah. Peace.